Howdy and welcome to the 10-Week Bible Study. This is week two, day one of our study of Galatians and Colossians. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Galatians 2, 1 through 5. Welcome back to the 10-Week Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. And before we get started, I want to encourage you to remember to read Galatians and Colossians 10 times in these next 10 weeks. It really can transform your life in God and His Word. With that, let's go ahead and pray before we start today. Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us, God. Speak to us and fill our hearts with the knowledge of you today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is Galatians 2, starting at verse 1. Then after 14 years, I went up again to Jerusalem, this time with Barnabas. I took Titus along also. I went in response to a revelation and meeting privately with those esteemed as leaders, I presented to them the gospel that I preach among the Gentiles. <clears throat> so Paul, going back to the end of chapter one, Paul's giving an explanation of the fact that the Lord has given him this gospel. The Lord has given him this call. He didn't get it from any other person. He didn't go to Jerusalem to really trying to like show himself off in front of all the apostles and say, look at me, you should promote me, all that kind of stuff. He's actually gone and hidden away for a, a long time here over 14 years. So this after 14 years, this is a, a good bit's already happened before then. And so it wasn't until then that he goes back to Jerusalem with Barnabas. We read about this in the book of Acts and he goes and he tells them, hey, this is what I've been preaching. And really at this point, he really hasn't kicked into full gear uh, or into high gear as far as how much preaching he's doing and where and all that. And that's going to start in the book of Acts. <clears throat> but, you know, as it turns out that the same gospel he's been preaching is the same gospel that they were preaching as well, because it's the same God who doesn't change. Continuing on. I wanted to be sure that I was not running and had not been running my race in vain. Verse 3, yet not even Titus, who was with me, was compelled to be circumcised, even though he was a Greek. This matter arose because some false believers had infiltrated our ranks to spy on the freedom we have in Christ Jesus and to make us slaves. We did not give in to them for a moment so that the truth of the gospel might be preserved in you." So Paul goes to them and he's telling them essentially the same thing that Peter has experienced through this um, encounter, you know, with the, the dream in Joppa where the sheet comes down, he goes to Cornelius. All of these things are all coming together about the same time. And the Lord is making it clear that Gentiles do not have to first become converted to Judaism to be followers of Jesus, that to be a Christian, to be saved they don't first have to convert to Judaism. And this is the primary issue at hand here in uh, what, what Paul's dealing with with the Galatian believers is there's those that are teaching, hey, if you want to be a Christian, you Gentile Christians, you Gentiles, you first have to be circumcised and follow the law of Moses. Otherwise, you're not allowed to be a Christian. And so, Paul is making it clear that that is absolutely not the case. That's very clear in the book of Acts. This is not something that's prescribed. It's not something that's required of Gentiles to follow the law of Moses or to be circumcised. 
but this is what they've gone back to. The whole point of what Paul is making uh, in this passage in particular is he's saying, you know, it, it was over 14 years before I went to Jerusalem and actually met openly with everyone who is quote unquote high esteemed, highly esteemed. So he's, he's over and over again saying, I'm not and I have not been chasing after human approval or people to say, hey, this Paul guy, you know, we need to promote him. You need to listen to him. Nowhere in everything that he's doing, right? This is the dramatic shift between his previous life and now. When he's a Pharisee, he's going around, he's hunting people down. He's looking for the honor, the, the reverence of men. And now he's he's turned completely away from that. And he wants to live fully for God, fully for Jesus. And so he is, is doing everything in his power to not be approved of by these apostles, right? He didn't want to exchange one set of people that he was chasing the approval of in Jerusalem for another. And so he intentionally refuses to go see them, not because he didn't like them or he had a beef with them or anything like that, but because he did not want to be sucked back into that world where he's chasing the approval of people. And that is such a huge part of really the theme of the book of Galatians is, and he's going to tell us this very explicitly, is the only reason people are teaching the Galatians, they have to be circumcised, they have to go through all of this, is because they're looking for the approval of other people who are like, you have to teach that. And it's, and it's this, this, this huge th- game, really. So if you don't teach these right things, then, you know, we're not going to approve of you. And, you know, th- this is like a, a head game that people get into all the time. They get into this all the time. Well, if you don't teach this or if you do teach this and you can't teach this, otherwise you're not doing the right things. And they, they get all of this, this, these crazy rules that they set around themselves for the approval of others instead of doing what the Lord approves of, instead of doing what pleases God. One of the most interesting things to me is uh, I, I do this on a regular basis here, and I, I'll take this opportunity. We started out this morning um, where I encourage you to read these books that we're going through 10 times in 10 weeks, just filling your heart and mind with God's word. And so the requirement there is that you actually have to read it, or you can pull up the Bible app and you can listen to it, but you've got to get it in you. There's like some amount of work. If you want to call reading or listening to something work, there's some amount of something that you have to do. And so I, I, I encourage people to do that. Everyone listening and watching, I encourage you to do that on a regular basis. Every single week, read through this, if not even more. I've, I can't think of a time where that is not something that I've encouraged people to do. Now, now maybe doing the 10 times in 10 weeks, that was something that was birthed out of me beginning to formulate this whole uh, Bible study series and, and, and coming up with this because I had been doing that personally. I found it so amazingly helpful, but for ages past, as long as I've been leading Bible studies and teaching the Bible, I've encouraged people read copious quantities of scripture. Don't just read like a verse a day. Don't just do this little bitty bit here and there. And 
so everywhere I've gone, everyone, everyone I've ever talked to, everyone I've ever taught on this, this is always my recommendation. And it, it is amazing to me the number of times I've, and I'm not saying it's like, you know, every week it happens, but it's, it's happened enough to where people get very angry at me. And they're telling me that I'm like preaching law to them and I'm trying to get them, you know, stuck on this. Like, uh, I had one person tell me I was trying to get them on a treadmill of, of trying to like do stuff for the Lord. And, and, you know, and, and it's, it's very odd. And because like, how can you know God if you don't read his word? And, and the pushback is always, well, you know, we live in, in freedom. We live in grace. I don't have to do those things. And, and the way Paul defines this, as we're going to see in Galatians, the way Paul defines this is that we don't have to do things to earn that salvation. There's nothing we can do to add to it. There's no, you know, Jesus, but, or Jesus and no gospel, but no gospel. And it's, it's, it's the gospel and that's it. But when we have been saved, nothing else makes sense but to lay our lives completely down and to live our lives for Jesus. And so the the difference is one way you're trying to encourage people to add to what they need to do to be saved. And in another like on the other end, you're trying to say, yeah, but we don't have to do any of that kind of stuff because of freedom or whatever. And they're both seeking this approval of man. It's like, you're not winning any marks with God by saying, I don't have to read the Bible. I don't have to pray. I don't have to spend any time with the Lord. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. And so both of these angles are are trying to seek the approval of man and other people where it's like, Hey, we can just be free. Another, um, the, the long and short of that story is, um, whether you're adding to or people think you're adding to or taking away, um, they will fight against the true message of the gospel. And the true message of the gospel is we can't add anything to it. But once we realize the weight of what's been given to us, nothing else makes sense but to live our lives laid down completely and wholeheartedly for God and do everything that we can. And again, that doesn't mean that we, we get circumcised and we do all this. We, we don't follow all these rules to be saved. And the freedom, Paul, again, Paul is very clear about this in all of his letters. The freedom that we've been given is not a license to sin and be lazy. And both of these extremes are man-pleasing and man-seeking and all of that kind of weirdness. Another uh, example I can think of is, is in college, I had a number of friends that they were, you know, kind of working through this idea of, of freedom that Paul talks about in Galatians. And they decided that, you know, well, we're free, you know, it's like this religious thing that we can't smoke and drink and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, and so they decided, hey, we're going to start smoking cigars and drinking. And, um, you know, and it's fine. I personally don't have a problem with drinking. I don't have a problem with smoking cigars and things like that. I am, <laughs> I personally am deeply opposed to uh, pot. I really can't stand cigarettes and things like that. But I mean, cigars and pipes and things like that. I'm not, 
super against, but they started doing these things, claiming that, you know, this is what the freedom that Jesus has given us in Galatians, we're free to do this. And, and that is in no way what Paul is talking about when he's talking about freedom here in Galatians or anywhere else in his letters. Now, are you free to do those things? Yes, but that is not what we're talking about here. Paul is always talking about being free from sin, free from the curse of the law, free from the weight of bondage, of being like drowned and dragged down by our sin. That is the freedom that we have in Jesus is to start sinning less, right? That is, is this work of sanctification. That's our freedom, it's not a freedom or license to go do things that we considered, you know, wrong under some religious circumstances before. That's not what we're talking about. As it turns out, uh, a lot of them had to really fight to uh, get over the addictions of because they all a lot of them ended up smoking cigarettes and and doing some some things like that. And you know, it's like I'm not trying to make a huge deal of that, but it's like the when you conflate these the freedom that Paul is talking about with the freedom to kind of throw off the shackles of what you considered dead religion and go do those things. That's not what Paul's talking about, right? That's not, that's not what he means. Now, if you want to smoke cigarettes or cigars or drink or whatever, that that's not a, a that's not a big deal to me. And that's not a huge concern. Biblically speaking, it's, it's not a big deal. But if you're going to use these passages, as your justification to do those things, it's going to lead into trouble because that's not what it's talking about. The freedom that Paul is talking about is always the freedom to live wholeheartedly for God because before we could only live wholeheartedly for ourselves in the either extreme of the gospel and or the gospel but, right? Is yes, Jesus saved me, but I'm not going to do any of these things because I don't have to because I'm free. Right? It's like, what, do you really understand what he's done for you? That you don't want to spend time with him? That you don't want to get to know him? You don't want to invest in this relationship? Is that really the freedom you feel like you have? Right, That's this, this gospel but. And then the gospel and is, well, to be saved, I've got to do all of these other things in addition to my faith in Jesus. And so both of these things, they're man-pleasing, even if they're just pleasing me, it's still before the freedom that comes from Jesus, we are bound to pleasing our flesh. And very often that, that plays out by wanting to appease and appeal to other people. And that's exactly what Paul has been explaining in the, the last several passages as far as why he did what he did and why that matters to the Galatians why it gives him a little bit of credibility to be able to speak to them about this topic. All right, for the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-week Bible study podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's word. Thank you.